0: Hey guys, I'm going to tell you a very powerful spiritual truth today, right now. This obviously is a podcast directed to the Church of Jesus Christ, and He loves us so much. He prunes the ones that He loves, He disciplines the ones that He loves, and this shaking on the earth today is amazing. It's so exciting. If you are believing in God, then you are standing on the rock You are standing on the word of God, which shall never be shaken. He who builds his life on these words of Jesus will never be shaken. Although the storms rise up, although the waves crash against the house, it will be immovable. And I know right now you are immovable. There may be disappointments in your life. There might be delays, and certainly there are distractions. But listen. God has given you Proverbs chapter 4. He has shown you the way. Paul said that he crucifies himself daily. He beats his body daily. What I'm telling you is you are owned by God. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of your king. He is living on the inside of you if you're born again. Your body yield over. Yield your body to the Holy Spirit and say, You take over, Holy Spirit. Rise up inside of my body. The Bible says the Holy Spirit gives life to our mortal bodies. So right now we receive health, we receive healing, we receive everything we need from the kingdom of God that we are in and that we are of. We are the sons of God. We are royalty. We will live forever. We own everything. And right now there are, there may be distractions around you. People may be telling you that you can't work that you can't go outside, that you can't go to church, that the mark of the beast may or may not be around the corner, wars and rumors of wars. But Jesus said, do not be alarmed by these things. These things must come. Now, remember, Jesus promised us tribulation. He never promised us peace. He promised us the extreme opposite. He promised to bring division, he promised, saying, I am, have come to set a fire on the earth. I have come to turn a mother against her daughter-in-law, a father against his son. Two will be an enemy in your own household. And so I need you to believe Jesus today. I need you to move on from your own understanding and begin to believe the word of God. He has to- told us that it is the narrow path that leads to life and few, few find it. It is the wide gate that leads to destruction and many enter into it. Right now, many, many people are entering into destruction. Many, many people are taking the vaccine. Now, let me ask you this question. You cannot buy or sell without the mark of the beast. Now, at the moment in Australia, you cannot buy or sell without the vaccine passport but what is the vaccine passport other than a signal to the rest of the world that you have been marked the vaccine passport isn't the mark of the beast the mark of the beast is inside of your body so people say oh look the vaccine can't be the mark of the beast you know because it's not on my hand or on my forehead but i tell you what your forehead represents your thinking. It represents your f- your thought life. In the Old Testament, Jewish people were encouraged to put the law of God on their forehead. So it's what you're thinking about. And then your arm is, Jesus said, the deliverance comes by the finger of God. Je- Jesus said that the Bible says that God uses his right arm, his strong right arm. Your arm is how you go to work. Your arm is how you defend yourself. So the mark of the beast being on your right hand is a sign of your strength. So are you putting your strength in God or are you putting your strength in man? Are you doing what the Bible said by leaning on not on your own understanding or are you doing what the world is saying? The world is saying that you cannot buy or sell without the mark, without a genetic marker it is a mark of the beast because a beast is an animal. A beast is not human. If, if I walk up to a thousand humans, are you a beast? No. Are you a beast? No. Are you a beast? No. And then there's a dog. Are you a beast? Yes. And then there's a bat. Are you a beast? Yes. And then there's a monkey. Are you a beast? Yes. But a man becomes a beast when he is no longer a man, like Nebuchadnezzar who became like an animal and began to eat the grass on his four legs. You know, I really believe this is what's going to happen and this is what's coming upon the earth today. So I'm not saying that that if you're vaccinated that you are going to hell. I don't believe that that has come yet. But far out, it is so, so very close you know, there have been earthquakes in Melbourne. There have been tornadoes in New South Wales. This is unheard of. And the whole world government is coming together. Remember, the Antichrist is never mentioned in the book of Revelation. The Antichrist is, is Christians who have fallen away and who are no longer serving God. They are no longer saying that Jesus Christ is Lord Paul says it uh in 2 1 and 2 Thessalonians we talk it talks about those who've the lawless ones and 1 John talks about the 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 one who is the antichrist is the one who denies the father and the son. So, you know, that is an antichrist, that is the one, but we We are not antichrist because we are the believing ones. We are the sons of God that are being revealed. So this isn't a time to escape the earth. This isn't a time to run to the mountains. This is a time to stay in Melbourne and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. Uh, Help people, find people who believe in God. You know, gather together and have communion in the name of Jesus Christ because you are proclaiming his body by having communion. You are saying that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he is the Son of God, that he rose from the dead, that he is seated at the right hand of the Father and that you are his body on the earth. And we will be taken away, I believe, before the worst of the great uh, tribulation comes. But who knows when that's going to come? Who knows how far we're going to be? Jesus said to run to the mountains, but I don't believe that that time has come. So I just want to impart faith to you today. I want you to understand that you are the children of God if you are serving Jesus Christ. If you are believing in him, if you are obeying his words, Jesus said, do not serve God and money. You cannot serve God and money. So if you're getting vaccinated because you want to work, are you serving God or money? Jesus said you, you cannot love the world. James said if the if you love the world and the things of the world, you are an enemy of God. So are you wanting to get vaccinated so that you can go to work, so that you can travel, so that you can have a holiday? Isn't this loving the things of the world? Aren't we meant to lose our lives? Isn't your body not even your own property? Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So God is wanting you to get out of debt. He's wanting, he doesn't want you to get a tattoo. He doesn't want you to take a poison. Okay, He wants you to get physically healthy. He wants you to get out of debt. He wants you to build your immune system. So Jesus Christ, I just want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for your word, which is in me and all around me. Thank you for your angels that are implementing your word in my life today. In Jesus' name and in all of those who are listening, we apply the word of God, Psalm 91. Though a thousand fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, it will not come near me. It will not come near my dwelling place. You will rescue us from every hidden trap of the enemy. Your arms are faithfulness and a shield around us, keeping us from harm. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble us. And we will never worry about the attack of dark forces at night. Let me tell you guys, there is a prophesying spirit in the earth. There is a a Leviathan spirit, a demonic spirit like Goliath who was soothsaying. He was prophesying over Israel. He was saying that he was going to feed them to the birds. He was going to destroy them. And David said, how dare you? How dare you speak against the people of the living God? And let me tell you, when you turn on the TV, what do you see? You see the image of that coronavirus. You see the image of the spike proteins rolling around on every media channel in the world, in Australia, in America, in London, in Europe, in the Middle East, every news channel is worshipping the image of the beast. It is the image of an animal virus. It is the image of a beast virus. They have it on the TV screens behind them as they tell you again and again and again the lie and the deception they keep telling you how many people have died, how many cases there are. Worship, worship, worship. They're worshipping the image and they're telling you that you must worship the image. You must bow down and worship the image of the coronavirus. The beast in Revelation 13 gives power to the image. Has not the one world government given power to this image? Have they not taken away you know, ivermectin and other drugs, have they not falsified information? Have they not been creating these viruses, giving power to them? Have they not done, you know, a genetic alteration to make these genes adaptive to humans? Have they not done gain of function? Now, the beast gives power to the image and then forces everyone. You know, great and small, slave and free to worship the image. This is what is happening today. The coronavirus is the image that is being forced upon us to worship and I will not bow down to it. And there is a great pressure. It is a tribulation and it is a delusion. There is a difference between ignorance, deception and delusion. Ignorance is what you don't know. Deception is the mixture of what you do know and what you don't know as in truth and lie. But a delusion is willfully believing a lie. We saw the twin towers miraculously fall down. We saw that that was a lie. We saw the weapons of mass destruction was the weapons of sorry the the the, the yeah weapons of mass destruction were a lie. There were no weapons of mass destruction in the Middle East. And yet they bombed Baghdad, they took over the Middle East and it was a lie. And then the Donald Trump presidency, no matter what you consider your political position to be, he was a standing president, he was a sitting president while he was deleted from Facebook, he was deleted from YouTube, he was deleted from Twitter. The president of the free world, the president of democracy was deleted It's a cancel culture and if you don't realize that that was the day democracy ended, you know, Joe Biden had 14 people at his, you know, his rallies and then yet there were millions upon millions at Donald Trump's rallies and yet Donald Trump didn't win the presidency. Now, this is not about politics. What I'm saying to you is you are deluded, willfully exchanging the truth for a lie if you believe that we're living in democracy. We have shown you. God has shown you through September 11, through the weapons of mass destruction, through Osama bin Laden, whose body we never saw, and through the 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 embarrassing, overt destruction of democracy when Donald Trump was 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 horrifically, you know, um, mistreated and abused by the entire world, and that was showing you that democracy is over. And now you're wondering why there are no doctors on television telling you an opposite opinion. If you turn on the TV and believe the news and don't do your own research, it's not ignorance, it is delusion because you have been shown. You've been shown by the wars, you've been shown by the rumours of wars, you've been shown by the earthquakes, you've been shown by the ridiculous lies in the media you know that this is a lie. You know that the PCR test do not test for coronavirus. You know that the pandemic was over and over and over exaggerated. Yes, it's it's people are dying and it's bad, but it's not that bad as they said. They said there would be 7 million deaths in Australia. And two years later, there have been 1,500 deaths, which is less than the number of motorcycle accidents. You know, it's 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 less than the number of 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 a, of the flu that we normally have every year. Now, I don't want anyone to die, but the answer is not to worship the image of the beast. The answer is not to inject a poison into your body. And if you have, you need to repent, not of taking the vaccine, but of not putting your trust in God. You need to come to Jesus Christ and say, I loved the things of the world. I entered through the wide gate. I gave in to fear. I wanted to travel. But God, you are my source. You are my refuge. You are my strong tower. You are my deliverer. And I believe in you. Now, I'm not, you know, maybe God's going to tell you to do something different to me. Maybe he's going to tell you to flee to the mountains, then flee. Maybe he's going to tell you to buy food and buy gold. Maybe he's going to tell you to, 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 to do something different to me. But, but I really believe that this is ever so close to the mark of the beast. I'm not saying that it exactly is because I feel as though there's more to come but this is very, very close to the mark of the beast. It is an image that the whole world is worshipping. It is a great delusion that God sends. See, God sends the great delusion, according to two Thessalonians. This, The love of many are growing cold. There is the great falling away. Many people have stopped going to church. Many people, you know, I've seen two groups of people who met for church yesterday. We had four or five people in the park. We, we had communion together. I know other people in the country who gathered with maybe about 50 people. Um, I'm hearing of, of gatherings, but we must gather. We are the church and we will not stop gathering until he takes us away. And who knows, maybe there will be a moment where I'm taken you know, not to a hospital, but to heaven by God in a moment. Like Enoch, how glorious. Like Elijah, how wonderful. And if that's happened, if if I'm gone and my mum's gone and other Christians are gone, then why don't you go and read my book? Why don't you read God Men by Jonathan Sciola, which is available on Amazon? Because there is some amazing truth in there. and Maybe God will give you a second chance. So, cancer, you go in Jesus' name. We're not intimidated by you, you die. Blood diseases, you go. We're not intimidated by you, you die. We put the name of Jesus Christ above the name cancer. We put the name of Jesus Christ above the name brain tumor. We put the name of Jesus Christ above the name virus. And we put the blood of Jesus Christ over us right now, over our children, over our families, over our livestock and offspring and businesses and over our government in Jesus' name. And God, I ask that you would give us a government that will not bow to coronavirus. I ask you to give us a government in Australia. Overthrow parliament. We want a total overthrow of our government through diplomatic, political means, God, through the election process, through the court system, through the judicial system in Jesus' name. We thank you for government. We thank you for Westminster government. We thank you for... We bless the Crown. We bless England. We bless our Governor-General. We bless the Attorney-General. We bless the Parliament. We bless the House of Representatives. We bless the Senate. We bless the police. But we ask for righteous judgment. We ask for justice in Australia, in Jesus' name. Let the truth come out. Guys, you don't know what I've been praying. I prayed for those Panama papers to come out, and they came out. Pandora. I prayed for that. My mum and I prayed for that. We specifically prayed for that, exactly, literally, forensically prayed for that and it's come to pass. I've also been praying for a quantum computer that will give Australia 250 years of supremacy militarily. I've been also praying for the end of other things that have happened in the media. I saw them happen After I prayed for them, you have no idea the power of prayer because I am the church and I am the pillar and the ground of the truth in Melbourne and so are you and there are many of us who believe. So I'm encouraging you, yield to the Holy Spirit. Your body is not your own. The spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ is remaining inside of you, overtaking your body. Do not get the mark of the beast. Do not yield to the system of the beast. Do not set your mind and worship on that image. But we lift up our eyes to Jesus Christ. We look to Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. And we pray and we stand and we watch and we tell everybody the good news. And we do not stop believing. We do not believe our physical bodies. We do not believe the media. We believe the word of God and we have made that decision today. So would you agree with me now? And I'm asking you to do communion every day. Read Psalm 91, do communion and tell people about Jesus Christ. If you can physically meet with Christians, do it now. Don't wait for your church to open up. Don't wait because who knows, there may not be the internet. There may not be electricity. There may not be telephones. You may not be allowed out of your house ever again. Who knows? Look at how much has changed in in just 18 months. Melbourne's the most locked down city in the world. So don't rely on anything but God. So right now, find Christians who you can physically meet within walking distance and lift up. If you can't sing, you can lift up holy hands. You can stand on the pavement, on the sidewalk, on the footpath, and you can just lift up your hands. I'm telling you, that is going to be enough to change the atmosphere in your city in Jesus' name. This is it, guys. This is it. This is, this is the war that we're in. And you don't have to do anything. You just have to shine and you are the light of the world. You are the truth. Just don't be subjected. Don't come under the lies. Don't come under the demonic. Live in Psalm 91. Believe the word of God. I'm not a heretic. I'm not being extreme. I'm just literally telling you what the Bible says, what Jesus said. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. What the heck is the pattern of this world? Right now, it's fear. Right now, it's worshipping an image. Right now, it's taking a vaccine. Right now, it's putting putting our hope in government instead of God. No, we will stand on the rock of the word of God in Jesus' name. Some of you might say, oh, you know, but Jesus said we can dr- drink deadly poisons. That does not discount the entirety of Scripture, which says do do not love the world. Your life is not your own. F- lay down your life and follow him. Take up your cross and follow him. Take up your cross and die daily. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It is not your own. Hands off. Okay, drinking deadly poisons is is implying an accident. That's like Paul who... Was on the Isle of Patmos, you know, who picked up a a, a a snake by accident and a bit him. He didn't go and and inject himself with snake venom and then say, "Oh, Jesus heals me." No, it was an accident. Drinking deadly poisons is 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 for missionaries who are entrapped and who accidentally drink a poison. It's so that a a Jewish Person can go into the Philippines as a missionary and eat things they've never seen before. They don't know what to eat. They don't know what's... That's ignorance. Jesus will protect you from ignorance, but he will not protect you from delusion because he sends the delusion. He sends the delusion. He gives you over to your depravity of mind. This is the Bible. I'm not telling you anything extreme. This is the Bible that you choose not to believe. Remember, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie. So taking a deadly poison on purpose is like saying, oh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna sleep with, with this woman and then I'm going to repent. Is there any difference? Oh, you know, I'm going to sleep with this woman and then we'll get married later. No, no, you get married before you have sex. You understand? So that is delusion. Oh, I'm going to take the vaccine and then God will heal me. No, that is not delusion biblical. The the, the, the the Bible is very clear. He will give them over to delusions. He has made his wonderful attributes easily perceived. For seeing the visible makes us understand the invisible. So then this leaves you without an excuse. Thank you, God, for your word. For this reason, God gave them over to their own disgraceful and vile passions. Inflamed with lust for one another, men and women ignored the natural order. Natural order. The natural order is to rest. The natural order is to take medicine and to get vitamin D and to be with family. The natural order is a man is with a woman. The natural order isn't staying inside and hiding from society and hiding from a a, a cold that has like a 99.97% recovery rate for children and 99.7% for most adults. Women engaged in lesbian conduct and men committed shameful acts with men. Listen, there are plenty of Christians who say that you can be gay. This is a delusion. They have exchanged the truth for a lie. God gives you over to delusion. This is what's happening right now. That is why Jesus said, will I find faith on the earth when I return? The time that we're in, this is not about coronavirus. This is not about, um, you know, for us. This is not about, you know, all these things that are going to go wrong in the earth. This is about standing in the truth and not falling over. When we've done everything to stand, what do we do? We stand as the day of evil approaches. I'm telling you, the day of evil approaches. And I don't believe the answer is to take the mark of the beast. I don't believe the answer is to run away to the mountains. I believe the answer is you say in your own self, I am going to be the last man standing. If no one goes to church, I'm going to be the church. If no one prays, I'm going to pray. If the government locks us up and says we can't buy food, I will stay home and I will eat You know, my fingernails as communion. I will not yield to the mark of the beast. I will not comply. You know, this is a time to pray, like in the Garden of Gethsemane. We pray now. We pray in tongues. We pray in the Spirit. We worship God. We lay down our lives for the benefit of others. We do not love our lives unto death. We have not suffered yet to the point of death. You know, we don't have holidays. Come on, guys. Are we going to give in because we don't have holidays? We have not yielded to the point of death. The government isn't knocking on our door saying, are you a Christian? Yes, bang, executed. That's where we're going. Okay, we have not got to that point yet. Are you going to yield? Are you going to give in because you can't go on a holiday, because you can't play golf, because you want to go shopping? Come on, are you that weak? This is ridiculous. Jesus rebuked them for their unbelief. We we haven't seen anything yet. This is preparation. This is not the tribulation. This is tribulations. You know, yes, trouble will come in the world. You will have trouble, but I have overcome the world. This is just daily troubles. Timothy says, You know, if you suffer with him, you will reign with him. So we have been called to suffering. We've been called to tribulations, but this is not yet the tribulation. We have not seen any seals, you know, opened yet as far as I can tell. I'm not talking about end times. I'm talking about today. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that we stand. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Listen, you are healed. You are saved and you are going to make it. I'm telling you the truth. You are healed in Jesus' name. You are saved. Physical sozo. Emotional, mental, psychological, social, financial, spiritual, you are saved in Jesus' name and you are going to make it. I speak victory over you right now in Jesus' name. I speak victory over you and I open your books and I ask your angels to open your books according to Psalm 139, and that they would remove the delay, that they would implement the word of God as it pertains to you, that good works have been prepared for you, that you would walk in them today. And I pray that your angels would move you into your promised land, that they would use this circumstance to prove to you the faith that you have, and that you would see yourself walking on your timeline according to how it is written in heaven. I declare delay is illegal, distraction is gone, and you are victorious. So put on the crown of victory. You're gonna you might as well go into your future and take it because you are gonna get a crown. I'm telling you, you are gonna get a crown. I feel the boldness of the Holy Spirit saying, according to why don't you just rejoice and meditate on this? According to Revelation chapter three, there is a crown for you as you overcome. Jesus said that. Whoa, thank you, Jesus. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. And to the one who conquers, I will give him the privilege of sitting with me on my throne. How heavy is that? On my throne. Why don't you just see yourself in the future? A new body, a new body that will never die. I said, you've got a new body that will never die. You've got the ring on your finger of the Holy Spirit who is the guarantee of your inheritance. You will be saved. You are being saved and you were saved. You are going to live forever. You own everything. All things are yours, things present and things to come. You're living in the powers of the age to come. David lived in a time of law as though he was under grace. You are living under grace as though you are living in the future power age. The age to come is an age of power. The age to come is an age where the imperishable is, where everything becomes imperishable, where the, in the twinkling of an eye the things that were disappear and the things that will be reappear. There will be a new heaven and a new earth where God will be your son. God will be your light. There will be no shadow. There will be no sun. There'll be no moon, but he will be your light. You and I, I believe we you are meant to live in that place right now. On earth as it is in heaven, we can stand right now as the sons of God, as though we are redeemed, as though we are resurrected, as though we're living in our new immortal bodies. Because Paul said it, he said it, it's in the Bible, you can claim it. All things are yours, things present and things to come are yours So we claim that now that we claim our immortal body. We claim our crown. We claim our seat. We sit on the throne because we are those who overcome and we look forward to seeing you, Jesus, and you're going to say to us, well done, good and faithful servants, because you clothed me, because you fed me, because you visited me in prison, because you gave me a glass of water. We're not those who are worried about ourselves. We're not those who are looking to the image of the beast and worshipping it. We are those who look to Jesus Christ, who build our life on the word of God, which is the rock, and it's the word of God. It's not the word of pastor. It's not the word of prophet. It's the word of God, and he confirms the word with signs and wonders following. So today we step into and we believe for healing. We believe for absolute victory. In Jesus' name, you are healed, you are delivered, you are redeemed, and you are restored. God restores you. He's going to restore your marriage. He's going to restore your finances. He's going to restore your business. He's going to restore your relationships, and he's going to start by restoring your confidence in you and in his word in you. Some of your victory is going to come by yielding, by going, you know what, I am weak but God is strong. I can't overcome this in my own strength. I yield to your strength. Let your Holy Spirit in me take over today. Let your word in me come out of my mouth. Let me yield and lay down my life in brokenness. I ask for mercy. I ask for help. I'm not all that. But when I let go, when I give up my own life for your life to be working through my mortal body, then I see who I really am. I'm a son of God. I'm the glory of God is living inside of me. His name is Jesus, the hope of glory. And as I yield to him, the glory of God rises up inside of me, takes over my confidence, takes over my personality, takes over my mind, will, and emotions, and Jesus starts to come out. The word of God starts to come out. The word of God starts to break forth from my word. So through me, signs and wonders, through me, gifts of healing, through me, encouragement, as Jesus said, the river will flow from my belly. So why don't we say that, God, we yield to you today. We yield to you. No longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. You are seated, Father. You are seated, Jesus. And you will come again.